Welcome people to Business is Business, a podcast where we get down to business in Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Charles Pierce and today our DM is James Leeming. He's going to be running us through a one shot of my character's backstory, Max Barsparrow. So sit back and enjoy. James is going to take me through uh, the second part, I believe, of my yeah. one shot sort of I say one shot. One shot should be done in one hit. This is like a two shot. It's like double, but it's like both barrels. It's like the uh, um, oh, what do they call it? The story before the story. The um, the, the the prequel. The prequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The prequel series. The prequel. Um. The prequel. This is the forgot. This is the forgotten realms. The forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten realms of the lost our, tomes. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, so we're gonna do this. This should be good fun. And um, yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm good to go. So cool. whenever you're ready. Uh, well, so uh, this is sort of like the precursor to the campaign that has yet to be. Um, I kind of call this chapter Humble Beginnings. Um, it's, uh, you know, one of the things I love about D&D is like, uh, not to go on a massive rant initially, but is that, you know, you know you, you have main characters of the story that um, aren't long lost kings of, of old or, you know, lost bloodlines or, you know, notoriously powerful orcs and yeah. heroes. They're just like, some dude picked up a cutlass, decided to go be a pirate. Let's do this. Let's see what Dave gets up to, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, so this is this is sort of getting you from uh, your home to uh, where I guys want you to be for the first episode of, uh, of our campaign. Um, when last we left off, um, Max had, uh, done a runner, uh, done a runner from his home. Yeah. He had, uh, a few conversations with his parents. His father was a blacksmith. His mother, um, uh, sort of lived with him. He's an only child. Um, and his father was sort of ramping him up to take over the fast parrot forge, um, yeah. of the town. Um, Max, it wasn't so much that he didn't enjoy it, but is, would you say, sort of had dreams of bigger things yeah i think max was very much a, he was very much in a sense of like i can i can do so much more i could do so much i can do so much more than just going to work and that sort of nine to five life he wasn't he wasn't feeling that he needed more to life and he had grown up only knowing that humans are a thing and that they're the only race out there and there's you know, it was brought up in this sense of there's only there's this village and there's the big city that no one goes to, and we stay in the village and we we make goods for the city and the royals and blah 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 and they look they look after us so we look after them, um yeah well we look after them so they look after us type thing and he very much wasn't a part of that he wanted to explore and see the world and see what was out there and. It was almost unspoken of in this village. It wasn't really a thing, especially for his family. Um, it was very They're much very, a... very uh, close knit community. Yeah, um, yeah. Sort of like a it just, you know, like stick it, to the path kind of place. Yeah, it just everything that I feel like I've written about Max's backstory and where Max comes from. I feel I've I've sort of connected it so much to the M Night Shyamalan film, The Village. It's all very much you're all in this <laughs> you're all in this community. Don't go outside the walls because the big bad red hood thing is gonna fucking kill you. So don't yeah, don't yeah. leave the village. Don't go in the woods. Like it's very much that sort of ideology. I think in in that community. So he's very much like, nah, this isn't for me. Um, I want to go and see what's out there. Um, 
so yeah, it's time for Max to to. Uh, funnily enough, he has a hawk, so it's time for both of them to spread their wings and fly far from home. Awesome. <laughs> he, awesome. He's he's he, <laughs> he's making a way like a fast parrot. But uh, there we are. <laughs> First part of the series. We'll <laughs> take take a take a d4 of damage. Oh, I'm just gonna punch myself in the face. We're good. <laughs> cool. So yeah. So uh, so as a quick recap, um, had a discussion with his father wanted to leave the village kind of tried to voice his con- concerns but wanting to go out um and his family just didn't quite get it were kind of a little bit not negative towards it but you know why would you leave this that and the other um made a sword with his father sort of showing his his craft and his skill with uh the forge his father got very excited because he's he's quite a skilled uh journeyman um blacksmith um after a bit of a row with his father, he decided that one night he, he'd had enough. He was going to pack his bag and he was going to, you know, set sail for for a new adventure, um, and uh, sort of see what the world had. Snuck downstairs with his uh, newly acquired, um, almost said parrot then falcon companion. <laughs> um, went in to sort of get a sword on himself and found this sword that he'd made that his father had beautifully. Um, inscribed and and just put little tweaks and things on it to make it that much nicer you know it's this beautiful sort of short sword slight curve to it looks a bit like a cavalryman saber yeah um uh you know and it had this beautiful inscription on it you know for uh, uh that on one side said to the man brave enough to defend his home um and on the other side it says you know to those who seek greener pastures mm. um you know beautiful thing uh yeah and when we when we last left off you had taken the very first step out of the crossroads towards the big city this is the furthest he's ever been outside of his village it's the fur you know it's it's past the sort of sloping lazy arc of this road and you can no longer see your village he looks at his hawk and he's like frodo the next step i take is the furthest i've ever been away from home <laughs> it ruffles its feathers <laughs> and it's like ah! <laughs> come on sam <laughs> no, um, it's a bird. It doesn't speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, of course not. Fuck. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm, I'm still on the side of the road, and I give it. A, is it? Is it? Are we talking like a crossroads, like full on? Like um. Four way. Yeah. Is it it's like kind of like a T junction. It's a bit more like a T junction, but the angles aren't perfectly parallel. You yeah, know, yours yeah. kind of like slopes up at. Uh, a very aggressive like 45 degrees to this path that goes directly oh, so it's almost like east. a fork in the road and i've hit i've yes. come to the i i'm one of the forks mm-hmm. okay cool um i sort of like look back at where i've come from and then i like look back at where that path could go and also look towards i guess can i see a city in front of me or can i ro- can i roll a perception can i see anything in front of me at uh, all or is there roll a, me a perception or a survival check because you're trying to get your bearings Okay, I got a survival check. Uh, I got 16. Cool. Uh, so you know from like looking at maps and chatting with the guards and that that the city is east. And as you look up this path towards the east, um, it's kind of like uh, very, very early morning. The sort of the sun is very, very low and behind the uh, the forest. So you know you're getting very dim light, but you can still see the moon. You kind of get your bearings and you look up and you see in the distance you see like some uh sort of like um light pollution and a little bit of smoke and sort of telltale signs of a city and as you kind of to confirm look back towards the west the other side of this path it just leads deeper into this forest and it gets 
quite dark and ominous. Okay, a little. I, I look down at the the dark woods, and a little shiver sort of goes down my spine. I feel like the hawk mm. kind of ruffles its feathers as well, as if to be like, "Yeah, we're not going to go down there." Um, <laughs> so I, I you uh, as as you hear as as you look down, you you hear like you know like a, a howling wolf and like you know kind of like weird forest noises that are normal creatures, but may get immediately way creepier in the middle of the night. Oh, mate, the, the creepiest one has to be like a like a screaming fox. You know when a fox oh, does like a fox yeah. cry. Dude, that sounds like someone's being murdered. It's the worst, like, sound in the world. You can be walking down, like, a, a, a normal street in the middle of the night, like, down London, and suddenly, ah! And you're like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, you, um, hear, you hear that. You hear a pack of, uh, of foxes, foxes screaming. screaming. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I immediately look towards where the city is, and I just, like, I not necessarily, like, start sprinting, but I, I walk a hell of a lot faster than I was walking before. Nice. Uh, cool. Uh, so you uh, you begin walking through this forest. Um, it's a pretty dense forest. You live in a very um, sort of... Um, it's quite mountainous. It's very green and lush. Um, it's a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of... I can't remember the name of them and I don't want to butcher it. Uh, there's a lot of pine trees, that sort of thing. It's a, is it a car... A car? Um, not a carnivorous forest but a no, co- no, no. Coni- coniferous coniferous yeah. forest thank you um you know so it's green all year it's round like ever, it's evergreen dense. trees yeah. yes yes it's very dense it's very hilly mountainous but the path is well trodden and well um it's well kept so you know you know that a lot of travel goes through here so yeah. it's not a particularly dangerous road but it's definitely the most dangerous road you've ever been on so right far. okay yeah fair enough um and you cut you start walking um you you don't have a map on you, do you, of the local I, area? I have nothing on me at all. All I have is um, the sword and the, and the hawk and a bag cool. with a book in it, uh, I think. You, you have no idea no. how long it's going to take you, but you walk for a good two hours. Right. Um, all the fun. Uh, just kind of passing the time, just beating feet, basically. Yeah. Um, as you try and get sort of to your destination. Okay. Um roll me as you kind of get to like the hour and a half almost two hour mark roll me a perception check as you hear like a rustling in the in the growth to your sort of immediate left and and slightly ahead of you okay oh god that is a seven you just hear a rustling in in the in the woods it's pretty close you know close enough for you to hear and sort of like uh uh, make note of be aware of yeah um you're not you're not you can't see anything is it sure. still dark uh it's sort of like early morning okay uh i sort of I, c- I continue like walking slightly towards it but it's very much a a slower p- gait than i was it's very much like i'm gonna be wary of what the hell is happening here mm-hmm. um so I'm a bit on edge because I don't know what I've listened to, but it could be an animal, or it could be someone about to ambush me. Like, despite yep. the fact that I've come from nothing, I'm aware that you know people do this on the roads. That's why you, I like, I heard heard tales of, of people trying to leave the village and they were attacked by people hiding in bushes and stuff, and that kept us, yeah, it kept us grounded in you, our I, village. Like, I imagine you've chatted to the like the local town's guard and all their crazy 
like over hyped stories of finding like you know like direwolves and dryads and yeah. forest folk and fairies and all this other crazy fae stuff that kind of melds into this massive story that like there's no way you're walking on a path and you find that blah 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 surely not but yeah, yeah, yeah. as you're kind of walking through i imagine you're on edge and your mind's racing a little bit of like oh my God, all like this? old wives tales as we were like growing up in our village like there's no such thing as fairies but they tell us there's fairies because it keeps us at bay there's no such thing as orcs because orcs aren't real but like you know cool. soon enough uh, max will probably find out that all this stuff in in the fairy tales were in fact real um cool so as you're kind of having this uh you've kind of like stopped a little bit you've looked you've kind of started walking again going ah, there's nothing like just my just my imagination uh tricking me you hear from that sort of rustling area um in the forest you hear kind of like a singing and like a really gentle giggling like female voice it's right. really hard to make out it doesn't quite sound like a woman but it sounds feminine uh, just kind of like you know not ominous or anything just like on the wind you'll hear the, you know the occasional like <laughs> and like you know like sort of really like angelic notes just every once in a while and a bit of rustling and nothing else and yeah that sort of thing you can't again you can't see anything and nothing is coming out you at you but you just kind of you're like no oh, that's I'm pretty sure forests don't sing yeah i put my hand like on my swords like as if i'm ready to draw it um obviously um phantom the hawk sort of knows that something is up he's on edge as well i sort of like look over like we're both in of fact, them are kind of in fact roll me perception for your hawk oh mate i rolled five twice uh five plus nice. four that's nine uh again he you, uh, he's definitely looking more intently at that direction like he is He's got like, you know how birds do where they don't quite look at something directly. They kind of cock one eye to it and then cock the other one. Yeah. Because of the way their eyes work, they kind of are looking and he's blinking and you can see his feathers are a little ruffled up and he's on edge. Yeah. Um, he um, looks a little rattled. I put my hand on my sword and I'm like, who's there? Someone, someone best come out. Show yourself. Um, roll me a... It can be either intimidation or performance. I mean, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to like scare away or scare out anything, or are you just putting on like uh just trying to find know, out like, what's there? Just trying to uh, find out. Yeah, Romy, Romy, either persuasion or intimidation. Okay, that is oh, mate kicking off the best rolls ever. Six plus two is an eight. Uh, cool. You hear the giggling and the music stops, or the sorry, the singing stops, and you hear like a little rustling, and you hear kind of like. Um, and you don't hear anything else. Um, I'm I'm warning you. I, I have a sword. I know how to use it. <laughs> Show yourself. Uh, roll me one more spot check. Fuck me, nine. This is cool. just getting like, uh, one up every time. Um, so you hear a bit of a rustling, but again, there's nothing. Um, and as you're kind of like st staring, yelling at the woods, you see um, this very small, like halfling size, like four foot tall, very young looking uh, girl. She is made what looks like out of wood. Right. 
she's like she looks like a tree person she's got like you know like um she's got like uh like this glowing um green chest and from from within that chest like almost like as if it's growing out and bowed out you see like wood is like growing around like branches are growing around that forms her rib cage and then they kind of go up and come up and kind of start making a female form and up the shoulders and round and down the arms and you see her hands are and her arms are extensions of that wood they kind of like um like wrap round into wrists and up and then they end in these long slender fingers with like you know little leaves every everywhere and you know moss and vines growing around them and she you see she has a face um that is innately humanoid um but not in the sense of like oh it has like um it looks human it's it's like it has humanoid features you know it has like um like two eye sockets that are these gr green glowing yeah. like they look like gems or almost on the inside and that it kind of like grows up behind the sort of crown of her head and down and flows down in this like long leafy sort of hair um and you see her mouth is like um the the way the vines have wrapped around gives her like a jaw so when she kind of like you can see when she's looking and kind of moving her mm. mouth moves and her features move and it kind of all makes this like wooden creaking sound yeah. as she moves around and you can see she's kind of like hugging a tree looking very curiously at you like round the tree yeah um, i instantly she, like she fully surprises you i full on you, you like see... i'm straight onto the floor i'm like shuffling backwards and be like what how there's a tree you're a t you're a talking tree how what you see you see as you're kind of like freaking out she kind of looks at you and she kind of like cocks her head a little bit and like just keeps looking at you like yeah. you're really strange like she's never seen one of you before and she's kind of looking like hmm? yeah like i'm on the floor sort of like scurrying backwards just like <laughs> you're you're tr you're a tree how how are you moving um are you are you drawing your sword or anything at this point, or are you just kind of like? No, nah, I'm on the floor, just freaking out. <laughs> cool. Uh, as you as you are having a full freak out, you see that uh, another dryad. Um, this thing is a dryad. Uh, another dryad, a a longer, fuller uh, formed. Uh, she looks. Um, she looks like a woman. This one, you know, she's sort of like five foot, six foot tall. Um, she's much more formed of like a like a adult female form yeah. um as opposed to this this sort of child size one and she comes out and she kind of like wraps her arms around the young one and kind of like scowls at you and hisses um and as you're kind of like freaking out about that you see another one like from behind you she's obviously circled around or yeah. somehow you some you're not quite sure because the noise was over there and she's on top of you you know kind of like um like yelling at you um in this strange like tree language that you're not quite under sure what it is um, I feel like instantly I'm. I put my hands back as if to be like I surrender. Like I'm sort of. Oh my god! Please don't. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. I I I I, I don't have anything. Please. Uh, you see that the one that's on top of you is kind of like you know it's this strange barky, um, guttural kind of language. You know, it's like uh, she's kind of there with like this wooden staff. Um, pointing at you and she's kind of like um i am groot no <laughs> yeah she's, she's like you know she's like and like just yelling these things at you but she looks less like i'm going to fucking murder you and more like what are you doing in my swamp yeah. kind of thing you know <laughs> yeah, um yeah. and as you're kind of like freaking out like oh my god and you don't go for your sword or anything you see she kind of like look cocks her head a little bit and it's like chukana i'm still very much please don't hurt me i <laughs> I just want to. I just want to get through. Just 
on the part. Please, oh my god. Please don't hurt me. Roll me, uh, roll me a panic attack check. Roll me, like, just straight up raw D20. wisdom check. Wi wisdom, okay. Yeah, uh, as you're trying not to fucking freak great. out. I, <laughs> I have a minus two in wisdom. <laughs> okay, that's okay. 16. Mm. Nice. So you, like, you're, like... Your breathing gets heavier. You're like, oh my god, okay, no, I can't die right now. No, there's too. Oh god, I should listen to that. Oh no, but the um, oh no, okay, Max, calm down. You're fine. She hasn't attacked you. She's okay. You're fine. It's a tree. It's a tree. This is lady made of a tree. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's. Oh god, no. Okay, no. You just kind of like you know, like yeah. getting your breath and the, yeah, yeah. the mind's going manic, manic, and you can see this woman's like just staring you down, like what? Um, <laughs> yeah. And you see, as she's staring, the the little the little one uh, pulls away from the other big one and comes running over to you and like yells at the bigger one, like puts her hands up, you know, and kind of is like, you know, Judy Judanti, and the other one's like, ah, you know, they're having this heated conversation, and she like pushes the staff away from you and kind of like offers a a, a little hand to like let you up. I look up as like obviously body language is obvious as to what's happening to me so i'm i guess i still very much in the in the sense of talking trees they're talking trees um i sort of shakily put my hand forward um up in front of me and grab hers essentially cool um hoping that, that she'll pull me to her to my feet and help me yeah and hopefully yeah, they're not just see... gonna bat me back down right? <laughs> uh yeah yeah cool uh yeah as you like gently take her hand you see that the other one kind of like tenses up a little bit um but holds uh and you are pulled up uh you kind of get helped up to your feet nice. um and you see that like um uh, roll me an insight check actually insight that is a 14 Cool. Uh, you definitely can tell that these people aren't happy that you're here. Right. <laughs> um, with a 14, you can't quite understand why. Because this is a well-tridden path, so why are there random tree people running out at you? But yeah. um, but you you definitely get the sense that the two bigger ones are looking after the little one. Right. And the little one is fearless of you, but the other two are weary of you. Okay. Um, I'm... And you see you see that like the little one is kind of looking up and down kind of like walks around you and kind of tugs at your jacket and like you know at one point goes to grab the sword but then the the bigger one like slaps her hand away and like says something at her and she kind of like holds it and like looks very pouty and kind of goes back to looking um yeah uh and the other two are kind of watching very carefully yeah. the the one that was in the woods comes over and walks to you um what do you do um Am I, am I, do I still know which way I was walking? Like, am I still? I still have my orientation as like it's not buggered because I've fallen over. It's just I still know which way I'm going. No, yeah, you you know which ways, which ways, which ways up, uh, which ways down. Yeah, there's, um, exactly. There's enough. There's enough markings on this path to to give you a general direction of where you're okay, going. Okay, I I put my head, I almost put my head not into my hands, but you know, sort of bow down almost slightly, still hold my hands where they can see them, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I just sort of try and continue to walk on at the where, the path to where I was going. 
Uh, cool. As you do that, um, you see that one of the dryads, the one with the staff, kind of blocks your path a little bit. Mm. Not in like a like a super aggressive way, but kind of gets in the way to stop you from scurrying away. And the other one, who is this... Um, uh, they both look very humanoid, um, but they don't look like they're wearing any clothes. They don't, you know, it may, yeah. it's almost like the, the tree has grown into a humanoid shape. But this other one, uh, there's one that has like the, the staff looks very... Um, looks more muscular. There's bigger, thicker branches. It's this tall, you know, strong-looking like sort of looks tree like woman. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then this other one, which has like long, flowing. Um, it looks like hair, but it's made out of like leaves and and like uh, like a, almost like a willow tree kind of effect. Yeah. Um, they f- they flow down, and she almost looks like she's wearing a cloak a little bit. But they are branches from her, and she floats over to you without even like when. She she mo- she looks like she's walking, but it's very fluid. There's no bounce or gait with a, like a normal walk. It's this very like fluid motion as she trots over to you, and you see that she she uh, takes her thumb and forefinger and puts them on like one on your on the uh, like the on your forehead and the other on like the bridge of your nose. Right, and you feel this like green magical energy kind of surge through your head and then out through your ears um and then the the one that's in this like this like robes made of like willow trees goes there that's a little better can you understand us now oh my god you can talk we could we could talk before it's just you can't understand our our tongue what is happening you're i'm i'm so sorry i don't mean any harm you guys are your trees and you're moving oh i don't i'm talking to a tree i knew i shouldn't have left the house I'm now you see I'm talking to a you tree. see that the the one with the staff is kind of like squares up to you a little bit and goes why were you why were you following us why were you looking up you're after the girl aren't you you're like just like the others and you see before you can answer the other one goes now now Lilith, listen i don't think he is the boy is clearly He's a little bit of a simpleton. Um, you see, she kind of like whispers. She's like, she's like, I think this has been one big misunderstanding. Please, I'm, I'm very sorry. I, we did not mean to attack you, but, um, what is your name? Uh, it's, uh, it's Max. Uh, Max Fast Parrot. It, uh, how? What is going on? I'm so confused. She kind of like looks at you a little bit, like trying to figure out if you're a simpleton or if you're just very sheltered yeah uh, and she's like <laughs> she's like okay well this is Lilith. i am Silith, and this little one is sprout um we are dryads we are people of the forest um we are we live here um we are sorry to have costed you. It's just, you know, your kind is very... Oh, how do I say this without being just incredibly rude? Um, just awful. <laughs> you, you come into our forests, you cut down our beautiful trees, you murder them, you you make gross effi- uh, effigies out of them and live in them. I, I just... I'm sorry. I, I'm sure you're lovely and I'm sure you're not all that way. It's just... We, my, we can't be too careful you see we had some bandits try and attack us and take our little one my people um, do you you mean humans do you mean like well you know all that sort humans half orcs orcs halflings all of the non-fey creatures are just ugh. i'm They're all fleshy and meaty it's gross so very confused like i i must have 
eaten something or drank something tea from the other night. I thought humans were the only thing on this planet. This the only in this world is the only thing that I've I've believed is is here. And now you're telling me. You see there's, that there's, she kind of she kind of like people. stifles a laugh a little bit. It's kind of like <laughs> you. Oh, you're serious. Um. Well, I. I'm no. So <laughs> right. She's I like, mean, she kind of like you, you see. She kind of has this look of like, oh shit, I've opened a can of worms, and she kind of like, no, there's many different races out there. I are you heading to the the city, the big horrible thing of stone woods uh three three miles away from here yes the 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 big city this is where the, the this path leads to the the city that that's where i need to go that's what i was trying to do and then i was stopped by talking trees um uh dryads thank you we are not awoken trees we uh, are completely different right okay dryads you see you see she goes right. well um uh, uh, we must be getting on our way. We are sorry to have costed you, but yes, there are many different races. You will find that out in the city. Just don't... Don't freak out. They're just normal as can be. I mean, I'm a dryad. I don't know. I don't deal with the squishy, meaty things, so just be nice to Forrest, that's all. Thank you very much. And you see that, like, she kind of, like, gestures for them, like, okay, this has been a weird enough conversation. We need to go. <laughs> um, and yeah. the little one kind of, like, looks up at you and goes, you know, um, she's kind of like, uh, you know, it, it was nice to meet you. Uh, I, I like, I like your bird. He's, he's really pretty. And she kind of like gives you a, like a friendly wave as she's like dragged away by one arm. And they I sort of them. do like a wave, but it's very much like a, uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. She's like, one of those, she's like, like, not like even like a proper wave. It's just like my hand is up as if it's like instinct to just wave at someone else who's waving. Like, yeah. you know, when you see like someone wave at you from you know the other side of the road and they think it's a different person so you just instinctively like wave back and then you go oh that wasn't for me like you, you <laughs> i instantly see, just like oh. <laughs> you see that she kind of like waves and walks away but then as you kind of like awkwardly like oh, okay i guess sure you see she comes sprinting back out the woods gives you a big old hug around the leg and then like holds her hand out to give you something i'm like oh because uh, like i imagine the bark fucking hurts so i'm like ah mm. it's 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 gentle enough but yeah it's a very rough hug <laughs> yeah uh, i'm like uh, uh thank you uh sprout was it sprout thank you uh yeah. what is this uh well you looked hungry so i got you this and you see that she holds her hand upside down and uh from it some like berries grow yeah you can see them magically very quickly almost as if they've been like um captured on camera and then sped up they grow yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she kind of like snaps them off and hands you like a like a bundle of berries uh, my hand is instantly out instinctively it's just like i'm so confused as to what's happening right now i definitely think it's a dream so i just put my hand out anyway and hope that you know there actually is something decent in my hand yeah uh yeah uh roll me a nature check if you want oh uh Ideal. To try and identify these berries. That's a sixteen. Uh, they're blueberries. Woo! Like blueberries. Um, and she kind of like goes, "Well, I got to get going." It was a, it was really nice meeting you. And she kind of like runs off again. Yeah. And you see, as you kind of look off and are kind of stuck holding these berries, going, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah. You see, she like gets to the very edge of the woods, turns around, gives you one last wave, and they are. You see, yeah. they they like 
it's so weird because the forest is so dense it's hard to tell anyway but you see that they go behind a tree and then never come out behind the other side yeah. they like like just full like darren brown magic man style just whoosh, are gone yeah uh, and you are just stood in this path, perfectly normal, normal wood, woodland sounds around you holding blueberries. I put blueberries in my backpack, shoved that on. Uh, was the, I mean, I fell down, so I felt like the hawk was either on, has flown up to a tree or something, or he's on the floor. I put my hand down and put my hand out and he hops onto my arm, scuffles onto my shoulder. Nice. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, continue. You see, As you, you see, um, uh, he kind of like starts nudging you and, and like looking at the berries and like nudges you and kind of like. I go, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, yes, I imagine you're hungry too. I feed him a berry. I feed myself a berry. I feed him one more. I put him away, and then we carry on. They are they are the sweetest, most juicy, ripe, uh, tasting blueberries you've ever tasted in your entire life. Mm. They are incredible. That is good. Mm. Mm, uh, cool so you carry on walking uh the rest of the journey is pretty uneventful you get about an hour away from the city you can see that the path is getting much more well trodden um you know there's there's now like braces and sort of like occasionally there'll be like for a particularly dark part of the woods there's like a like a you know a, a bracer to, that can be put set on fire you know to light the way that sort of thing um you start seeing parts of the castle of the city um because it's got this it's you know it's a normal it's not a humongous city by any stretch of the imagination but it's certainly the biggest capital here mm. uh and it's got like these big wooden um walls with like guard towers and big flags on them so you can kind of see the tips of the of the of the guard towers as you're kind of walking through yeah. the woods uh but yeah you get an hour away um ooh. Uh, and uh, as you're kind of walking, you've kind of relaxed a little bit. You're still like, oh my god, there's things out here that yeah. aren't people. Like yeah. there's, I knew there was mis like I've heard tales of magical beasts and dragons and stuff, but I always thought that was like fairy tales and all this other crap. Yeah. Like you know, like this is this could be real. Um, and as you go, as you as you think, wow, like it, does that mean dragons are real? Like could dragons be a thing? Yeah, I want to meet one. No, I don't want to meet one. Like oh, this is so cool. <laughs> you see that um that um your hawk kind of gets eye of something and flies off into the woods what, where, are we, where are you going uh you kind of just hear like a like a uh i can't do a hawk accent like <laughs> a, yeah 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 it's gonna be a crow you hear like a oh, and yeah. like rustling and uh and you can hear in the woods like a of like He's obviously chasing something. Yeah, I sort of um, continue walking on the path because I trust. I've had Phantom for a while. I trust he he knows what he's doing when it comes to like hunting or something. So if he's seen like a hare or a rabbit or a squirrel, and I'm like, okay, yeah, fucking fetch, get food. Um, I'm happy for him to just go off and do his own thing. So I continue walking on the path until it's been like too long for me to then go. Okay, no, this is different to normal. Yeah, cool. I'm good. Uh, roll me, roll me a perception check. That is a that's a six. Uh, Shadow has not come back yet. Ma Max has minus two on perception. By the way, he is like nice. the worst for it. It sucks. Just like the world is so full of adventure and magic, <laughs> just like so not paying attention to the little yeah. things. Uh, um, yeah, uh, you walk like you walk like five. Uh, 
well, yeah, you walk like five minutes further yeah. across. You can it's a long path, so you can see and Max uh, and Shadow does not come back. Right. Um, is it Shadow or Phantom? What do we call him? Do we call him, we call him Shadow? Or Phantom? I, th- I think his name is Phantom. Sorry, Phantom. Phantom does not come back. Your bird does not come back. Yeah, Phantom. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, I give a big like, like a big whistle, like hoping that he's gonna come straight back. Um, um cool. Uh, let me one second. Because I have him attuned essentially to my whistle, he'll only come back to mine. Um, cool. So you whistle, uh, and a good thirty seconds go past, and nothing. Um, and then you hear, like frantic, like, <laughs> like crazy fast flapping of wings. Okay. Uh, and roll me another spot check. One, not natural. Nice. Uh, you are looking for him. You're like, where the fuck? Like the the sun's kind of coming up, and in your eyes, you're like, where's my bloody birds? Yeah. You know, um, and you are hit, bam, straight in the face. With something scaly and reptilian, Ooh. you're not sure what it is, but God. you you get <laughs> right in the face. It's like it's it's not massive, but it's in, it's enough to hit your face, encompass it, and knock you back. Um, and you can you hear a Phantom screaming down the thing, you know, like proper like predator mode, yeah. like you know, <laughs> coming in. Um, and as you kind of are falling, and this thing is scrambling all over your face, you see that Phantom has his talons out and he's ready to go for like a swoop. Um, what? Into my face? Into your face at this thing. So uh, you roll me a de- uh, dexterity saving. <laughs> oh my face. god. Uh, we have disadvantage as uh, you are falling. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, that is... That's a 12. Cool. You managed to like throw this thing to the side it's still scrambling on your face but but um you see phantom as you cock your head kind of straight past your head um um and he 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 misses but he kind of you see him like circling around trying to find out um but you have this thing scrambling on your face it's not hurting you feel like tiny little talons like great like gripping to grab purchase and stuff and nothing's biting at you but this thing is freaking out on your head yeah i guess i go to grab whatever the hell i can feel on my face uh roll me a roll me a grapple check actually roll me it's um... flubber no (laughs) (laughs) Um, roll me a uh, unarmed attack to try and grapple this creature oh my god james i'm having the worst time today uh that's a seven uh, cool. Well, it rolled a four, so <laughs> you successfully whoosh, grab this thing and We're rah, shit. are holding it, and it's like it's like wrapping around your hand. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you look at it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like there's only awesome. one option. Awesome. You see, uh, it is a tiny. What can only be, de- be described as a tiny dragon. It's got like it's got Ooh. like the four legs. It's got the wings. It's got the big prominent snout. You can see like like smoke is coming out of the nose. It's kind of like looking around freakily. It's sort of this beautiful emerald green um, dragon, but it's got a very thin, long snake-like body um, with these legs. It looks very much uh, derivative of like a Asian-style dragon or a Chinese-style dragon. Right. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, it's got yeah, the big, yeah. long, wispy yeah, snout um, whiskers, and you know, it's looking around. It's kind of curling around your hand, and um, 
and it it doesn't so much look angry or attacking you. It looks more upset that something went into the woods to hunt it, and then yeah. as it escaped, some big meaty guys grabbed it. Um, but you see it kind of like looks at you, and like you see the tongues like, um, and it's kind of like it almost looks like it's sizing you up. Can I roll like an animal handling check to see if I'm holding it wrong or if I'm holding it right and make sure that it's, it's comfortable in my hand? As I've I've obviously now seen this, I've been like, oh, okay, this is different. This isn't a, a lizard or a rat. This is very strange. Uh, yes, roll me, roll me animal handling, please. Okay, we got a natural 20. First one of the day, baby. Woo! Fuck yes. Fuck yes. You see that this thing is sizing you up and then it looks at your hands kind of looks at you looks at your weapon looks at back up to you and you see this look of, over its face kind of go like okay this is a man he's not attacking me he's kind of holding me this is quite nice all right i look at it and i'm like can you talk too you see it like wraps itself up your arm and onto the top of your hand, like breaks free of the grapple and kind of like stands prominent up at you. Oh, yeah, I've sort of released it a little bit as well. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like I feel stand, like I'm more it, curious it, like, than I am. Yeah, afraid. it like stands up on your hands to like stand up proud and just kind of goes as it like licks its own eyeball. Okay, like like a lizard does with its tongue, just kind of like and then just looks at you very like uh, roll me insight actually. Whilst doing this. And I'm looking at this creature. I, as I'm still looking at it and holding it back, I give a slight, and I whistle for phantoms come back to my shoulder. So um, inside, that's a twelve. Cool. Uh, you see, this thing looks expectantly at you. Looks like it wants something from you, but you can't quite tell what it is. And you see with a twelve that as phantom comes back to nestle on your shoulder it kind of like does a, a predatory circle once or twice and then comes and lands on your shoulder you see it kind of like rears up and kind of like i'm at, at, at this fucking and kind of like leave yeah no. and you see the pseudo dragon kind of looks at it and kind of like scurries down your arm a little bit and like a little head pokes up and kind I of pull out the blueberries that i had earlier on i take off my backpack put it on the floor get out blueberries give one to phantom because he's mine make sure he's happy he's got something and then i Go to give the dragon a blueberry as well, just to make sure that it's okay. Uh, roll me an animal handling check. <laughs> I'm about to poison this fucking dragon. <laughs> okay, that is... That's a 14. Uh, one sec. Can blueberries kill dragons? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Cool. Um, uh, you see it kind of like um, with the with the with Phantom there and with it all kicking off again and, and it's kind of on edge. You see it rears up with its tail, which has like a little, you now notice has a little like stinger on it. Mm. And like it almost goes, you see it almost like rears up, almost like a scorpion would, rears up to go sting you, but kind of relaxes, sniffs the blueberry, eats it. right, And then kind of like the stinger goes back down and it kind of like chews on this blueberry a little bit and kind of like, Goes, oh, it was nice, and kind of like looks up to you as if to like another, please. Yeah, I I feed Phantom another and the dragon another just to keep them happy. To yeah, to keep uh, them happy. Awesome. You uh, kind of do this for a little bit, um, and um, this dragon warms up to you, but is very very conscious of your bird. 
very conscious of bird. And it looks, it although it can't speak or or do anything, it looks very intelligent for mm. a creature. You know, it you you noticed it identified your sword. It looked at it as if to be worried about it. You know, it mm. it, it was looking at other things. You don't quite think it knows as you're kind of looking over this creature, you don't quite think it knows what it is. It just knows that this is a, uh, almost like, you know, how prey knows that a predator is dangerous. Yeah. And like, oh, I need, you know, it might learn that, you know, teeth and claws are, are bad sort of thing, you yeah. know, on a very, like, base level. It was kind of like that. And this kind of goes on for a little bit, and you hear a rustling in the trees from where it came, and you see this druid-looking guy, hermit-looking guy, in brown swamp covered robes or like covered up with a big staff with like it looks like it's uh it's grown around this big green gem mm. he's kind of got like got like a pipe in his mouth and he's like hobbling very quickly um you know and he kind of goes up and he's like jeremy where have you gone you bastard little dragon where are you you scamp it's like is looking it, up through is trees it a like, human it's a uh, human guy it, uh roll me a uh perception or insight check oh both minus two. 17. Well, cool. With the 17, he looks human. Okay, cool. He looks very, very beautiful. And like very classically beautiful. Chiseled jawline. Very He's a han handsome wizard looking um, dude. Yeah, but like slender and right, pale okay. skinned. But and he's got these beautiful green eyes. Um, the hood is covering the rest of it, so you can't quite see. But you see the remnants of like... Um, like um, once golden hair, now turned a little bit of a brilliant white poking right. out. Um, but he looks very scrubbly and uh, dirty and, like, disheveled. Uh, and you see he's kind of, like, looking through trees and he's like, you know, he's like, is this because I didn't feed you again? I, you know I was out. I told you I'd be back, you little scamp. Where have you gone? He's, like, sir, looking around. I believe, sir, I believe this may belong to you. You see, he turns around to a tree and is like, huh? What did you, you Knocks on the tree. He's like, no, didn't, no, not you. Of course, no. Why would it be you? No. You, shh, you sir, like that. Yeah. sir, over, over here. Kind of like looks up at you and goes, oh, oh, hello, well then, hello, hello. You see, he's kind of like, he's got an era of like craziness to him, but yeah, like, yeah. Har looks harmless enough and kind of like hovels over to you. Uh, and he goes, oh, well, a pleasure to make you a Jeremy, you little tart. There you are. Where have you been? He puts a hand out to go to the dragon. I, I guess I hold my hand out as well. I'm, I imagine he sort of uh, goes, and like scampers yeah, you across, see the, like a court like scampers, around my arm. It like and to goes him. up his robe and underneath it, and you see like a, a like a, a rustling going round. He's like, ah, that tickles you little shit. Come out here. Ah, <laughs> like patting on himself, and he comes up through his yeah. like uh, his neck and kind of pops up on his shoulder and kind of like looks looks at him, nuzzles, and then kind of gives that look like some pets do of like, wait a minute, I'm mad at you, and kind of looks at him again. It's like, yeah. Oh, uh, and he's like, oh, no, oh, there you are. Good, good boy. And he, he kind of like looks at you as he gets his bearings and kind of takes a big, long drag of his pipe. And it's like, oh, uh, 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 yes. Uh, uh, uh. Max. Hello there. Well, parrot, pleasure sir. to meet you. You see, he remembers that you are there. And yeah. it's like, oh, lovely to meet you. How do you do? Uh, Max, fast parrot, sir. It's nice to meet you, too. Lovely to make your acquaintance, sir. Oh, a pleasure is all mine. I am, I am, uh, Martherius per Perrywood. Uh, I am Master Druid, Master Wizard, and, uh, General Spellcrafter of the Nature, uh, uh, uh. And you see, kind of like, stares off into the distance straight and goes, uh, um, well, what was I talking about? Well, Sir? Uh, oh, a pleasure to meet you. How are you? Well met. <laughs> um, Max Fast Parrot, sir, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Well, 
lovely to meet you too. I, I am. I'm. 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 Oh, blasted! I can't quite remember my name. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yes. Um. Well. Uh. Is that? Jeremy, sorry, what are you doing that... here? Oh, of course, yes. Uh, oh, uh, lovely to meet you. Sorry, I'm very busy. Uh, uh, plenty of things to do, trees to speak to. You know how it is. Oh, it's like, it's never done. And he kind of like starts to wander off. Wait, like, wait, wait, just, wait. Just like wait. muttering to himself like... Excuse me, Mr. Wizard. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, hmm? Yes. Is, is that... Is that a... Is that a dragon? Yes, it's a pseudo-dragon. They are a smaller type of the draconic family. Not quite a dragon, but... Uh, yeah, they're very, very... Very intelligent preachers. Look at it. Aren't you pretty? Yeah. But watch out for this thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't want that. It'll uh, it'll paralyze you. And he kind of gets this crazy look in his eyes. And it's like, <laughs> um, uh, yes, it's very, very potent stuff. No, uh, thank you. Well, um, yes. Uh, what are you uh, What are you doing out here in the wood? I feel like he, I feel like he's not going to remember. I look up at Phantom and I think he's not going to remember this at all. Um, see, what are you doing here? You see, he kind of like, like he's like, oh yes, well, okay, Jeremy, excellent. Uh, now I've got you. We can get to work. Uh, we have to do business and important. Like, hmm? What What are you doing out here in the woods, sir? I'm sorry. Who are you? I'm I'm a weary, lonely traveller with my well, uh, as one weary traveller to another. It's a pleasure to meet you. The name is uh, uh, Periwood. Uh, Perry Tinkle. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, a pleasure to meet you. And he kind of shakes your hand again, and he kind of like, "Well, I must be off. Uh, very sorry." Um, <laughs> uh, hmm, uh, ooh, are those blueberries? <laughs> I absolutely, I love this character straight off. It's great. <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Perry would say yes. They are. Um, would you and your dragon like one? What did you say his name was? Jeremy. Oh, this is Jeremy. Right. You see, as you offer the berries, he takes the entire quantity of them, uh, uh, snatches them, and is like, oh, thank you very much, and looks over the I like going oh, to say something, and I like, put a finger up, and I'm like, oh, oh, no. You see, he immediately, like, not forgets you, but is ignoring you currently, and is like, oh, well, uh, oh, these aren't magnificent specimens. Oh, look at this. Look at the size and diameter. Jeremy, look at these coming over here. And like, look at the branch density and the way it's grown. These have been accelerated through magic. Like, uh, oh, uh, these are amazing. And you see his eyes glow green, and he kind of like, whoosh, like, yeah. holds them up through telekinesis and these, like, geometric, like, Oh, he does some Doctor Strange shapes. shit on it. It's like, yeah, come up, and he's like, look at these. Oh, these dryads. And he kind of, like, immediately looks up and he goes, you haven't seen them, have you? And, like, grabs you by the shirt and he's like, please tell me, I have to know. What? Blueberries? No, no, the, like, you fool. The, the, the dryads. Dryads? What are you talking? Trees, trees, talking trees. Yeah, I, I, I saw some. Uh, I, I was walking alone uh, with my hawk and I essentially got, like, jumped by 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 one of them and they had a they had a small one and there was a there was like a almost like a mother one and a, and a father one and they they picked me up they helped me they they asked me where i was from what i was doing and see, they sent see, me on my way and the little one gave me uh blueberries so you see he takes all this information and he's like good good uh uh excellent uh, very good uh, um uh, oh god you didn't cut down a tree did you N no i've i no i've just walking through he, you see, you see, he looks very relieved. He's like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, well, thank you very much. You've been uh, an immeasurable uh, 
assistance, wonderful, uh, uh, well, um, yes, uh, 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 one, one quick question. How, how big does Jeremy get? What's going on? How big does Jeremy get? Who's Jeremy? <laughs> really, sir? The dragon on your shoulder. Jeremy, this man is making no sense. <laughs> he's not being any help at all. And you see Jeremy like, Jeremy like nuzzle oh, up against him. It. He's like, well, you have been wonderful and much help. And I <laughs> greatly appreciate these berries. Uh, I have uh, trees to speak to because you commune with And you which work is never done. And he like wanders off and scurries Wait, away. And he's talk- like, <laughs> Ah, okay. And he, and he, she's gone. <laughs> and you again stood in this path, going, "What the fuck just what happened to me?" What's going on? Yeah, no, fair enough. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> what a character. Um, I look at Phantom once again. I'm like, we really need to get out of the woods. Like, <laughs> so much crap is happening here. Um, I look at Phantom like, right. Onwards and upwards, keep your head down, let's keep going. You fly off. I like I I'm sort of talking to him as if he can understand me, but I'm like, you know, hand signals as well, like click, point forward, fly off, scout up ahead, see if there's anything that's gonna jump out at us and fuck us over again, or can we cool. just walk straight straight through for the next mile I, and get to the city gates? I'm gonna say if you want Jeremy to do stuff outside Jeremy, of like com- com- I don't have sorry. Jeremy. Jeremy, I'm too into Nutty Jeremy Wizard just took Jeremy. Um, <laughs> uh, if if you want to make Phantom do stuff outside of like combat related stuff, yeah. uh, that sort of things, I'm gonna make you do a uh, animal handling check. But because you and Jeremy have worked together, you, he's not Jeremy. You and you guys, it's not oh, Jeremy. God. Oh god, <laughs> it's happening. There <laughs> was the Jeremy. crazy man all along. <laughs> yeah, Crab that's Mary, me in the future. I'm just um, fucked. <laughs> uh, sorry, right? That'd because be a great thing Phantom to do, by the way. That's me in up. the future. Like, <laughs> I come across. Get out of here! Self. You get out of here with those M Night Shyamalan plot twists. Fuck yeah! Um, you've already met yourself, okay. and he gave because, you nothing. <laughs> because you and Phantom yeah. have grown up together, and you've trained him a little bit, but he's not quite there. I'm gonna make you do. Um, animal handling checks whatever you want him to do anything that is outside of like really simple commands and combat commands like right. go attack that guy yeah. um, but you get advantage because you guys are like bonded if that makes right. sense Yeah. so if, if you want him to go scout ahead and like um, like patrol an area and I assume you've, you've like if you see anyone dangerous circle around them so I know so I can just watch my whole go round and round and yeah. I can call you back if you want him to do stuff like that then I need an animal handling check but you can roll with advantage okay cool all right, so I'm, I like clip my fingers, point up at like the sky, but like in front of us, and like point back, and then obviously I'll whistle for him to come back whenever I see something. Um, yeah, I'll take the first one. It's an eighteen. Nice. Yeah, he uh, he uh, takes off. Um, nice. And you see, he sticks to the path, kind of like you see him like sailing off into the distance, but it's staying in visual range. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, I, I sort of, I see. Yeah, I guess I, I, I want to follow him until he does something suspicious, like you say, circling or diving down or going left and right. Cool. As long as he's following, he's almost like a waypoint for me. Like he's, he's, okay. he's, he's my guide. Cool. You see, he, uh, he carries on walk. Uh, he flies. You carry on walking. You get about forty-five minutes into this walk. Uh, you can see you're getting very close to the to the city now. And you see, as you do that, he starts circling ahead of you. 
Um, and as you kind of like see him start circling and walk to the front, you see that he's circling outside the main gate of the city. Okay, cool. I I bring him back. Um, cool. And once he's back on my shoulder, blueberry. Oh no, I don't have the blueberries anymore. Um, no, uh, 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 that Herman yeah, Peri- Peri- Periwood. Periwood. Periwood took the uh, took the blueberries. Bastard, they're good blueberries. Um, yeah, I bring him back on my shoulder. I give his talons a little pat, and I'm like, "Good lad, well done." Um, By the way, after after eating those berries, you feel full. Like you feel comfortable. You feel like you wouldn't have to eat for the rest of the day. Oh, lovely, ideal, happy days. Well, I fed the I fed the bird like four. So, uh, but you see that like he was getting very uh, tired because he's been flying nonstop for like an hour now. Trying to see... trying to catch Jeremy, he burnt energy. Yeah, but you see, he looks comfortable. Yeah, okay, like cool. you f- you feel that maybe you have given him enough energy to have done that without taking like any exhaustion or, okay, cool. or like anything like that. But he definitely looks like you. You see that like he's like not lo- not looking sick, but looking very full. Yeah, <laughs> like like he doesn't want to eat anything for nah. a while. Okay, cool. Um. Nice. So, I guess I continue walking. Uh, Jeremy, I said, it's not Jeremy. It's Phantom. Phantom is now back on my shoulder. I said we should just change his name to Jeremy. Fuck it. Just change it to Jeremy. <laughs> so Phantom. In honor of Jeremy. In honor of Jeremy. So Phantom is now back on my shoulder. We're walking towards the front gate of this city. I cool. I guess you see. Uh, yeah, you see. Uh, this is the biggest city town you've ever seen you've never seen a city with walls before to be honest i guess they i'm aren't... slightly at all i'm walking rather slowly yeah you like... see you see these wow. these are these monstrous um uh they look like someone has taken a tree stripped it of bark made the tip the tip pointy and then just sunk it in the ground and done that over and over and over again and these big walls with spikes on them um you see four major like main guard towers two at the front here and two all the way in the distance you can see they're like the roofs and their flags um everything's made of woods um all nailed reinforced you see that there's the the uh heraldry of the the city it's like this purple and like um it's like this purple and like kind of almost almost like a lilac but a very deep lilac purple um and a white um split evenly down the middle and there's a heraldry of a crown um in the middle in gold um you see that there's this humongous gate again made out of wood with these big raw iron like um like uh hinges that it hangs on and this big like um uh you see that like there's a little door for people to go in and out of without the main gates opening um and there's a big there's like these big sponsors for like um like reinforcements to be put on in a siege that sort of thing um and outside are two guards um stood there looking kind of bored but like not in the way that your village is where they'll just be like fast asleep they look like there might be someone that might come around and beat them if they fall asleep you know they wear these like these like um these lilac uh, tunics with um, like chainmail shirts underneath, and you see they've got these big leather boots, and they've all got short swords on their side and uh, pole arms um, with like again the heraldry flapping on. They've got these kind of like um, basic shined up metal helmets that are uh, that are like open at the front um, with like what looks like a visor that can lift up. That is uh, on both of them is lifted up so people can see their face. And it looks like this could come down and cover like half their face if they need to be in combat or something. Um, they look very militaristic and very uniformed and they look very clean and, and well kept, but they do look very bored. Uh, Max looks at the two guards and he slowly but surely walks up 
towards them, but he's not focusing on the guards. He clearly knows that guards are posted at these sorts of entry and exit points of villages and stuff. Um, but he's more taking in what's around him, like the bridge over the moat or what have you, or the the walls and how tall the walls are. Like everything he sees, he's like just in awe of it. Like he almost totally disregards the fact that there are actually guards there. And he just walks up to the front gate and looks up at it. Uh, cool. You see that the um the little door is open. You can freely go in and out. It's just the big doors that are shut. And this like the guard furthest away is ignoring you, and the guard closest to you is kind of looking at you with this like look of like oh, fucking country folk. Mm. Um, uh, and you see, uh, you see that the bloke kind of like lets you have your moment, and then it's kind of like he's like, you know, you can go in if you want. I look over and I'm like. I do like a double take that there's actually someone there. Oh, sorry. So, excuse me, where where am I? Is this your your first time here? Yes, I've never been outside my own village. This is the first time I've been anywhere, so. What? Right. Okay. I've walked uh, I've walked from uh from Munswood. Uh right. Oh, Mun's right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. You see, like, he's kind of looking at you less with like a um, less with this look of like um, what the fuck, like what the fuck, and more just like oh, like this again. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and he, you see, he's kind of like, well, this is the city of Bridford. We are i'm sorry so you've never left mumford right uh M- munswood no i've Munford, never sorry i've never left this okay. is the first well, time this is the do you know what a capital city is is that one of the big towns <laughs> you see he kind of like sighs and he goes oh, fuck it. yes this is the big town of this area you see, he's like, this is uh, this is the port town. So everyone comes in and out of here. This is the trade. This is why we trade with you. And, uh, just uh, just head on in. You'll find your way around. You see, just kind of like, he's like, oh, why did I get uh, this guy? Is there somewhere I could go and get some food or sit down and... Go to the... T- you see, he like, like, he, without even looking, he's like, go in, first left. Carry on down. Go right. You'll find a tavern. It's called the Little Lilting Loot. Find it there. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Um, and I walk through it. I f- knowing full well I'm not hungry, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just need to sit down and do something. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously there's no fucking cafes, <laughs> but like, I'm just like, I need to sit down and do something. I'm not just going to be like, I'm going to go see the king. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm. I need to... Cool. Well, I, as as you walk in through uh, as you walk in through this gate, you are hit with the early morning sun. It's about eight o'clock now. The sun is is up and showing everything. You you kind of like have to adjust your eyes as you've been stood behind the shadow mm. of this mage gate. Uh, and you look down, you see you are in a big sort of uh, courtyard area. Um, as as you can imagine, with cities, there's like around the gate is one of the larger areas of like flat grounds for yeah. troop maneuvering and trading and carts going in and out. It's uh, the market square. There, 
It's exactly, it's pretty much the market square. You see, as you look all the way down the main drag, you can see the open uh, waters and like the starts of the docks, and you can see some ships. Cool. You see sit like town houses and and shops and marketplaces and all manner of things that you've never seen before in such mass and size everywhere. People are brushing past you travels going in and out everywhere this place is manically busy yeah. all the time as you can imagine a major city would be um and especially to a country boy such as yourself um you see um uh, roll me a spot check actually what's the spot check now james inside Sorry, dude, roll me a perception check okay five uh, you're lost. You're. It's not very hard to see this, but you are lost in the in the travel of it. But you notice that like there are some big green people. Like looks like a bloke, but he's green and he stumbles past you. And there's a woman who's rep, like reptilian. She's got like red scales. She looks like a dragon, but she looks like a person. She's selling meat. What the fuck? You see like um. You see little folk. You see like halfling looking people. You know like short people with like really furry feet. They look like people, but they're tiny. You see, uh, you see beautiful um elven people you know that again looks like a human but he's got big long pointy ears and very uh, very exa exaggerated features and looks beautiful and you're just kind of lost in this hodgepodge of everything um and as you're kind of like doing the like the 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 first time in a city look round in awe you uh you hear from behind you like out the way and you see a cart comes past and you very nearly get run over by it as you kind yeah. of like spin out the way yeah. um but you are lost and then as i like move out the way of the cart i just like someone chucks a bucket of shit and piss and it just lands over my feet and they're like sorry <laughs> and I'm like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you, see, like, you see like a horrible woman like throws out like some slop <laughs> and he's just like yeah yeah this and is this... the distance you hear he's not the messiah he's a very naughty boy <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes okay I, I i i turn left Keep going. Take the last roll right me, and roll me a investigate. Ooh, new one. Check investigation. Oh, that's an eighteen. Cool. You. It takes you a little longer than you would care to admit to figure out where the hell you are because you've never been here before. But also you've you've been turned around so much is happening you just lost your bearings like you were like oh i go in i go left i go right and i'm there boom yeah. and then you got in and it was like oh my god people oh there's a town there oh look oh that's a market i've never seen a market that big oh ship that looks incredible oh my god a car oh shit someone's just throwing some stuff on me oh god oh my god he's huge and green what's going on yeah and you're like uh where am i yeah and then you kind of look around you're like okay i haven't gone anywhere sweet so you look and you see there's like three lefts i see the gate i look at i feel like i'd look at the gate and be like that's where I came in. Okay, turn left from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you see that you almost go down the wrong left as there's like three different lefts. Right, like okay. A very prominent left, an alleyway, and another one. And you're kind of like, oh, no, wait, he said first. Okay, and you start walking down that way. Um, you see that near the this, this close to the wall, because basically on your left is the wall with nothing else, and on yeah. the right is shops and that sort of thing. It's very much like rural areas. You go past like some normal houses. You go past like a farmer's house with like enough space for some um, base uh, um, livestock, that sort of thing. You carry on going. You see there's like an armorer's shop, mm. like like a very small, dingy looking, almost like a blacksmith shop, but not quite good enough to be called that. Not, that like, a sense. Full, not like a full forge, but... No, no, but a definitely sword, a enough to make weapons. A swordsmith. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, you, that sort of thing. You walk, carry on walking past. You see, there's like a bakery, all these other like n- little shops scattered around. Uh, yeah. and you get to a point where there is a right turn. Um, so you can either go all the way down and carry on round, or you can go right. Can I roll even and odds? Yeah, if you want. Even right odds. Or you can roll. Or you can roll like a raw intelligence memory check. No, because I knew he said right, but I feel like I. I'm very much like, I only said that I should go down and eat something just to find what could be here. But I feel like now I'm in, I'm like, there's so much I could actually explore. This is what I set out to do. Should I explore or should I go and sit down and have a drink and take it all in or should I explore? Um, Yeah, yeah. So I'll roll odds and evens to to check. Uh, Right, even is I'll go the correct way. Odds is I'll explore. Okay. So that's odds. I'm going to continue going straight ahead, not turn right. Cool. Because turn right was to go to the pub. Cool. Yeah, no worries. You carry on heading down. And again, it's more of the usual uh, sort of like generic shops. Uh, As you kind of carry on down this way, it gets a little bit more dingier and a little bit more like less shops, more just houses and sort of thing. Diagonally. Yeah, you start getting away from the main market area, the main thoroughfare. You start getting into like the bowels of the yeah, city. Okay. Uh, you get to a point where you think you've gone about a quarter of the way around the whole of the perimeter, uh, and the and the road just stops at a bunch of houses and goes right. So there's no way you can go further Apart around the wall anymore. It's just okay. like a row of houses. Uh, yeah, I turn right. I I guess I just continue on i oh, actually is there can i roll like a perception is there anybody uh, like about in windows hanging out washing and hanging out washing or yeah roll me roll me uh roll me uh an investigation check there's like people everywhere well in fact no you don't have to you can you can just talk to someone there's that's really good because i rolled so. a two thanks james oh, nice <laughs> yeah there's there's enough people you could just accost someone in the street and be like excuse me uh yeah uh, excuse me uh sir is there the Lilting Loot. How far away am I from uh, Tavern? Is that... Yeah, Tavern. How you far see, away am I from one uh, of those? You see, as you turn around to talk to someone, you, you basically talk to a, a very old, gruff-looking dwarf. Like, this big, grey-bearded, like, you know, he's got, like, a few teeth missing, like, big, rounded spectacles on his face. It kind of, like, pushes them up. Very dirty. Mm. Um, you see, he's, he was kind of, like... Um, kind of like sorting fixing something in the front of a, of, of someone's house mm. you can see he might be like a carpenter or something he kind of stops and goes rawr, rawr, rawr. excuse me but young boy what was that the sorry sir the lilting loot uh or just a, a tavern is there oh, somewhere the, close the i could go to well you've gone you gone too far my lad you, what what you need to do is go back the way you came and then the first left that you get to before you get to the main gate you want to be going down that way and then you find it it'll be there but if you want a good tavern, uh, you don't want to be going there. That's where all the the, 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 the tourists go. Where you want to go to get real dwarven golden ale. Is you need to be carrying on down this way. And you need to go to the Miner's Folly. That's further down. That's where you get the best drinks. Is that where the locals go, sir? If you're a dwarf. Um, would I would I, would I pass? You're a little skinny to be a dwarf. They might laugh at you. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'll try. I'll try. I'll, I'll try it. I'll. I'll go. Thank you. Um, so much for your your help. Uh, I will see you at the tavern later. Thank you. Um, 
I walk off. Strange boy. He goes back to like carrying on yeah. fixing this window. Um, cool. So you head towards the miner's folly? Yeah. Cool. You, uh, it takes you about like 20 minutes. You get like lost a couple times. You have to double back. He yeah. goes very vague in his directions. It's just like carry on down this path. And you're like, oh, do I get, do I get left? Do I get yeah. right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, as you walk back towards the center of the, of the, the a city, you, you get more, again, it goes back to more shops kind of things. You see there's an actual armorers. You see there's a haberdashery. There's um, a tailor's. There's like all these other kind of shops going through. And as you're kind of walking through this marketplace and people are like, you know, some people like, um, like there's markets that are open. Some people are like, oh, come over here, lad. You know, like mm. there's a fishmonger that's like, ah, oh, you need good eats. Come here, you can buy some from me. Like people are like trying to pull you through. Yeah. You kind of like put your hand in your pocket and you realize that like you have no gold. You have like six gold or whatever it is on your person, mm. um, which is enough to get you a couple nights in the tavern, that sort of thing. But it's not much in the long stretch. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you, 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 after a while, you manage to find the miner's folly. Okay, cool. Um, can I roll like an insight if there are any like uh, signs on the doors or anything that says like you know no humans allowed dwarves only like or, is there anything like that on the outside or is it literally just like minus four uh, or welcome roll me a investigate check natural, natural one. <laughs> nice uh, no you see you see a sign that says um the miner's folly. You see a broken pickaxe that looks like it's been it's been struck into a like a, a rock, and it's like all cartoony, like bent on the That's end. That's cool. Um, you see that you know there's there's like it's a it's a nice looking pub. Okay. It's very dwarven in design, which you've never seen before, which is very strange. There's a lot of lot of like square spiral like ornatory. There's lots of dwarfish runes. It's a very squat and strong looking building, like very well built. It, it almost stands out in its nature it to the others. Out of, out of place. It does, yes, yeah. because everywhere else looks like, you know, like uh, thatched roofs and clad, and this is like a stone building yeah. made entirely out of stone. And like beautifully crafted as well. Like everything about it is beautiful. It looks I, old. But I want to go to this. Incredible. Charles wants to go to this pub. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to this pub. You see that, like, the sign's made out of, like, raw iron. Yeah, like, okay. pure iron, you know. Okay. And there's, like, there's some outside seating area that's, like, a giant-looking anvil with benches yeah. that you sit on and drink on and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you don't spot anything. You do spot a sign that says, um, karaoke night <laughs> on this day, you know, um, bring, you know, uh, 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 dwarven women with the longest beard drink free. <laughs> You know, Great. Um, but no, it looks it looks friendly enough. Okay, cool. I I, I walk inside. Cool. Uh, as you walk inside, again, the inside is very similar. It's very stone. There's some wood beams and some wood sort of in there, but it's it's stark contrast to the rest of the place, which is very uh, like white, sort of like clad buildings, very wooden. Yeah. You know, um, very sort of medieval looking. Um, and you see inside that the it's sort of like midday. It's like twelve o'clock, but there's a surprising number of dwarfs in there drinking, um, and there's like a dwarfish band playing some like crazy, kind of like like um, kind of taverny music that you've never heard before, and it's yeah. very very different and very alien to you, but quite homely and quite nice. There's a big roaring fire, and it's very pleasant in here. But as as you walk in, everyone kind of stops and looks at you, and like it's not so much like a you're not from round here, but it's very much like a there's a human in our bar, and people kind of look at you, size you up. You hear like some muttering in the back, and then some laughing, and then uh, you you see that like this woman comes out, um, 
like serving drinks and kind of talking to them. And then a big burly dwarf with no shirt on and tattoos everywhere and this huge uh like orange mohawk that's starting to turn gray at the base yeah. um walks out in these like striped shorts with like a bigger uh striped trousers sorry boots and a big belt and he goes all right you lip spittles it's just a human you've never seen you know you've seen one of these buggers before get back to your drinking and uh he's like come on in traveler you're welcome here even if you are kind of tall Thank you. Uh, the bird, the bird too. The what? The the bird too. Oh, I'll bring it in. More the merrier. Okay, fantastic. He's still uh, on my shoulder. As you as you like uh, as you like walk in with your bird and start looking around, you notice that in the back on a giant bed, like dog looking bed, is a bear, a big brown bear that is sleeping. Yeah. Um, with um with a little cute little plaque that says Gorgug Destroyer of Orcs underneath it. <laughs> and uh, and he's just kind of like, you know, just like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> great. Just making big bear noises and he's sleeping. That's cool. Um, and you see that, like, the the dwarf is uh, who's behind the bar kind of like, Jenny, go give Gorgug something. And she, like, walks over with a giant steak and puts it down. You see he's like... Yeah. And just wakes up and starts demolishing the steak. And he's like, oh, that's my boy. The, 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 the eye of my life. You know, kind of like, sort of like, um, yeah, sort of like yeah. gushing over his pet bear. And he's like, mm. he's like, well, weary traveler, what can I get you? Um... Information, please, sir. If anything. Does this look like a town center or an information desk? No, this is a tavern. You buy a drink first, boy. Okay, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, give me your, uh, your best, uh, your best ale. I'll, yeah. Thank oh, you. My best, my best ale, eh? Well, anything for what I can do with a gold piece. A gold piece, right. You yeah. see, he kind of looks at you like with like a bemused look of like this guy is not from here, um, and you see that he uh, he 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 goes. How long you been in this city, my lad? Uh let me think. Uh, we right went right spit a guy left. Uh, about twenty minutes. I thought as much. Uh, and you see, he kind of like, um, like rubs his beard. Um, it's like, it's not very big for a dwarf's beard. It's kind of like well kept. His his big thing is like his humongous mohawk. Yeah. Um, and and he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something good in my heart because you look like a lad who's down on his luck and everyone else will take the fucking piss and advantage out of you. So, if you walk into a dwarven bar and you ask for the best ale, be expected to pay a very pretty penny and die. <laughs> because we drink strong stuff. So I can go get you I just, my strongest drink. I you, can, you, can, you can try and tackle with the Drogar's Grundle. I just want to... I'm not going to lie to you, so I just, I just need to drink something to, okay, to okay. buy. And then... You seem like a nice lad, so here's what I'm going to do. 
give me a minute. And he trying, he like gets off a stool that he has to stand on to like be tall enough to get over the bar. And he like waddles off and he comes back with two ales and sits him and <laughs> sits him down. And they are like, you've had ale before, you've drunk before, you you used to like normal sized glasses and horns. This is like a two pint stein made yeah, out of like yeah. the wood of a barrel. It's monstrous Absolutely. and it's hilarious because in his hands, it's very made, it's very obviously made for dwarfs, but it is very much like a kid drinking from a sippy cup size. <laughs> like yeah. for you, you can hold it, but it's a big old glass yeah. but for the dwarf it's like you know but they they are knocking these huge tankers back and you see everyone else drinking one he's like right yeah that'll be uh, that'll be five silver my lad don't go asking to pay for a gold for a normal beer they'll rip you off and take your hands for it alright sure thank you uh, and I put down one gold piece because I pay for his Cause is it five five it's equals five, no no it's a uh, hundred silver is one gold piece okay cool so I um, I put down one gold piece anyway to pay for mine and what's clearly his drink, cool. um, can, and I put see, that down. Can, and I say I just need to find out where I am, where I can go from here, and what can I do in this town. You you to see he kind of smiles at you. He smiles at you and he's like, "All right, I get it. Tell me, what, I'll put this behind the bar. You can carry on drinking." Uh, he's like, "You see, he goes, have you got a you got a place to stay, my boy?" Uh, I've turned up 20 minutes ago, and this is the furthest I've ever been from home. I don't have anything. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to keep on to that gold. That'll get you two nights in here, and the complimentary meal package, and five more drinks. So I'll put that behind here. You can kind of set up. We'll set up running tab up. Don't worry. I'll get Mary on. The, she's very good with the gold side of stuff. I'm a bit more of a hack and slash kind of guy, but hey, that's fine. Right. And you see, he takes a big old swig yeah. of his drink, and he kind of oh that's good stuff i take a swig of mine and i'm like yeah cool so so uh you uh uh you you're uh where where are you from then if you're not from around here you've only sort of just arrived you get off the boat uh no i i've I've walked here with myself and my my hawk phantom uh from munswood munswood we don't get many people from there they kind of stick to themselves i heard it's quite a close community out there and what Why'd you leave the safety of your home, lad? I was um, I was working in a in a forge. My father, he's a blacksmith, and I decided to um, up and leave. I think there's more to see in the world, and that's why I decided to come to the biggest place I I, I sort of know of. And you see, he gets a twinkle f- in his eye as you kind of like to admit to him that you are a blacksmith and and wanted to go on adventures. And he's like, <laughs> "You, are, you certainly are the tallest dwarf I've ever met." <laughs> right. And he's okay. like, "You see, you see, he's like so uh, adventuring. That's quite uh, quite the mighty step. Most people aren't cut out for that kind of life." Ah, uh, well, there's going to be more to life than turning up at a forge each morning and hammering away and then eating lunch and then hammering away again and then sitting down to your wife and having food sleeping and then waking up and hammering away and then eating you lunch see, and you see away. he laughs this belly hearty laugh and is like <laughs> you are, I can point out at least seven of the bastards in here that is that that's their exact dream job <laughs> so it's funny how fickle their life is well anyway my boy it's a pleasure to meet you. My name, my name is Grumbledal, and I am an ex-adventurer. I'm so you're speaking to the right guy. Definitely not going to be able to say that after a couple more of these drinks. Because <laughs> he's like, I like you already. Kind of slaps you on the shoulder, and it's harder than you've ever it been hit really before. Really hurt. It's like, yeah, like a friendly, like, like pat. But he just fucking, he's this, he's this shovel hand of a dwarf. Like, yeah, 
jacked and like tattooed to fuck and um and he's like well I, I i've been out of the adventuring game for quite a while me and my party we went went around i am a troll slayer by trade you see a the, way, the way us dwarfs work is we we uh we you grow up you learn the forge you learn to fight you have your, your place in society if you mess up or you fuck up really bad or your family dies or something really bad happens you can take what's called the slayer's oath uh, you basically admit that you fucked up and you go outside with the biggest axe you have and try and fight monsters and beasties until you die. I was too good for that. <laughs> I couldn't be killed. And you see he kind of like clangs his leg and he, you realize that he's got a metal peg leg kind of dwarf and <laughs> right. design thing. And he's like, he's like, but they gave it a good go. And he points to behind you and you see a dragon head that is like mid snarl on the wall, mounted on the wall. And no, oh like, my that- God. That beastie took more of me than I cared ever meant. Jesus. But me and Endbringer, we uh, we we gave her a good whacking. And you see points behind him, and there is a humongous axe on the wall. Yeah. And there's like two hand axes, these beautiful dwarven like battle axe looking things like on the Shin- wall. And he's like, yeah, you know, like all ready to go. And he's like, but and as I, I look up me- at them, there is that sound effect of ching ching, <laughs> like- yeah, like swing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, he's like, ah, I never wanted to give it up. But then I met the most fearsome beastie of all, my wife, and we settled down to a tavern. And you hear from upstairs, you know, like some, like, wah, wah, wah. he's like, nothing, dear, I didn't see anything about you. Lie to me, life, love me. I was like, oh, God, don't ever get married, boy. It's the fucking worst. He's like, yeah, you see, like, like you then look around the tavern, you see there are bits of monster everywhere. Like, there's, like, troll bits, clubs, orc heads loads of shit and he basically spends the next like two hours chewing your ear away about all these tales of adventure and you know this one time he went and slayed a dragon with his companions and you know there was a, there was a human monk in there from uh, 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 a far off lands who would fight with this like crazy circlet weapon there was like a, an elven ranger that he fought with that was a master with a bow and they kind of had this like back and forth with them there was this tiefling wizard who was this magical mystery mystery um this master of like conjuration and like yeah. you know that's all magic and that sort of thing um he tells you about the times that like he was eaten by a troll and cut his way out from the inside and burst <laughs> out and you know all these like horrendously griff gory and wondrous tales and you know all this kind of stuff um and throughout he explains how the city is you know the kind of general layout how you have the 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 in the middle you have the port that's overlooked by the castle and the guard live there and you know you've got all these taverns and areas and you're kind of in the dwarven district and it's not so it's very it's very integrated the town and the city but there are like you know communities within communities like you know all all the dwarfs that came down from the iron mountains kind of live in one area there and all the elves kind of have their own area around this the there's like a very small wizard school that they live around and you know like the humans kind of integrated and there's there's loads of stuff in it being a port town there's like everyone uh, yeah. around sort of thing um he kind of explains a little bit more about like you know the that like half orcs and all these other creatures live and 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 are, are a thing that you kind of still can't like believe you know he tells you that dwarfs aren't humans they are their own race of people they all are that size they live in the iron mountains and kind of tells a little bit but you see as he's getting into like the dwarf history as he gets to a certain point um he kind of trails off a little bit and looks almost sad and distant but you can't quite tell why he hasn't given you enough information he just looks a little bit like sad yeah and then you know you see he kind of like slams his drink back and kind of he's like well anyway uh i've been chewing your ear off enough let me go get another one and you tell me some some tales of your home and he kind of like walks off gets another drink comes back down puts him down he's like so tell me tell me about your home tell me about yourself why 
Why the adventuring? You you not have many adventures back home? Like I said, I just... I was fed up with Munswood and working nine-to-five jobs with my father in the forge and... That sort of thing just takes a toll on you, and it, I, I had to decide that time was time, and my time there was up. And they didn't want me to leave, but I had to. I had to go. So, yeah, it's about time I, you know, up and left, and did my own thing. Yeah. Well, I certainly can understand that. But uh, yeah. Well. Um you're welcome. You've paid up for the night, so you're welcome to pay up. The food, food will be at uh, uh, about half an hour, uh, half an hour for lunch, um, and then dinner's about five. Uh, I'll get uh, I'll get Lucy to show you your room, and he kind of gives you a wink and kind of like goes off to serve another customer. Thank you very much. Um, cool. So you get you get shown your room. It's a very nice sort of in style room, big stone bed with like straw mattress, that sort of thing. Um Yeah. And you get taken down for lunch. And yeah, I uh I guess uh I yeah started eating lunch and You see, as you're kinda of like tucking in stuff, you are the only human here. You're the only non like not dwarf here. No yeah. one's being hostile to you, but everyone's kinda of giving you this look of like, oh what the fuck's this guy doing here? Yeah. Like, you know, this you're very much in dwarven country at the moment of or, or the dwarven part of the town. Yeah. Um you kind of finish up. Um and then you see that um you see that uh Grumbil uh Dal um calls you back over, kinda of like wave and is like Well, listen, my boy. If, if you're looking at going on adventures and getting away, the best bet to go, your best place to go is the port and just get out of here and just go see the world because there's been plenty of amazing things. I could highly recommend going to the, the Iron Mountain, seeing the dwarf homes. Uh, it was like, you know, he's kind of like, I've been to the elven countries, not much to see there. Elves are kind of uppity. Um, is, there, like, but, is there a way for me to get on the seas to travel across those and find... Well, if you have coin, that's the easiest way. But if you can't, then um, going and looking to be hired right. for work, that's pretty good. Um, you can normally get some good work. The only problem with working is you don't get control where you go. You just kind of float about doing what your captain tells you. But, you know, if you're into that thing, then great. Um, or you can stow away, but I wouldn't recommend it because if you get caught, then bad stuff's going to happen. Um, right. Well... I will, um, I'll head down to the port and find out what I can and try and make something of myself. Thank you very much. Thank you for all your help. You see, he's like, uh, you're very welcome. Uh, just to let you know, doors are closed by half eleven. If you're not back, then you have to ring the bell and one of us will come and let you in. Uh, yeah. Thank you, um, so much for everything. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate, uh, you helping me out. I understand I'm a bit different to all of you here, but uh, yeah, it, uh, it goes a long way. Thank you. You see, he kind of like gives you a re like a really friendly, like paternal nod, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry about them long beards; they're grouchy at everything." And you hear like some muttering in the back, and he's like, "Oh, go right in the book of grudges, you pieces of shit!" And like, <laughs> kind of laughs it off, and yeah. like you hear the tavern kind of like you know a few people laugh, and um, yeah, I do, uh, I do. And I imagine, do you head to the docks? Yeah, I head straight down to the docks and the, the port side of things. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, you make a straight line. It's pretty easy to get to the docks. It's probably the easiest part because you know, every every road leads to this main drag down the middle of the city, and that mm. leads directly to the main gate and the and the port. So you know, you kind of like weave through a little bit, taking in the sights. Um, uh, roll me as you're kind of like making like a shortcut through um, an alleyway. Make me a, uh, a perception check for for me. It's a ten. Ten. You walk down this alleyway. Um, it seems kind of seedy. It's like a normal-looking alleyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, you you walk past the dude that's like leaning up against the wall. Right. It's like just doing nothing. Just a human. Um, just kind of watching you as you go past. Um, and you, as you kind of walk past him, you hear him like shout out to you, like. Um, uh, he's kind of like, oh, you're, uh, you look new here. You look lost. Uh, maybe, maybe I can help you with that. Um, I sort of give him a look and because I'm still pretty new and everybody so far has helped me, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking for the docks. I heard it was this way. You don't want to be going that way. You need to come back this way. Go down this alleyway. But it says the docks were that way and... oh people are always changing those signs i wouldn't worry about it come on i'll help you out uh yeah okay sure thank thanks very much he's so, like max is so naive he doesn't realize that like this guy's about to like mug cool. him or something like you yeah you you follow this dude down you see he kind of like leads you down the alleyway um it it uh roll me one last spot check yeah that's a 10 again Cool. Uh, you see that it's not. It's not hard to see. You see that um, there is no end to this alleyway. Oh, sorry. There is no. There is no way through. This isn't a dead, uh, end. dead end. And there is a dude sat on a dustbin on like a bin with like a club in his hand, just sat grinning at you as you walk down. Okay. I, I like look at him and I'm like, thanks very much for the opportunity to show us where. I think I've. I think I've got it. I think my bearings are sorted. I'm just gonna head back and go towards the docks here uh cool as you uh kind of like go to turn around roll me a dexterity saving throw please that's a plus one okay 16 16 cool so you managed to dodge out the way as this 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 unsightly individual goes to push you right um you kind of like roll you see him you turn around you see him go you kind of like duck low and roll back away from him so you're in this alleyway and you see this other guy jumps off the uh, off the dustbin he's like he's like well i tell you what this is what we do to new folk that uh, get lost you empty out your pockets you give us all your items all your uh, gold you you give us that bird and we'll let you go with your life um i sort of like look up and i'm like Hmm. Uh or I could I could do that. Or um I could do this. And as I do the click, I've I imagine Phantom's wings just go they're like puff out, they're like ready. And I yeah. want him I want Hawk to just go bang and like go for the bloke's eyes. Nice. Okay. Uh, so, so animal um, handling check. Roll me. Uh, no, I, that's fine. That's a simple command. I'll give you that. Roll me for phantom. Roll me a. Um, roll me an attack. Roll me a melee attack. Okay. He has a melee attack weapon plus five to hit. Idea. So that. Ugh. 
Yeah, we're looking at 24. I'm on 19. Uh, 24 hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. And he does... It's 1d1 uh, of slashing damage. So apparently. he does one point of slashing damage. Nice. Uh, I'm going to now need you to roll me initiative. Yeah. For me and the bird. Uh, I'm going to say that um, Phantom goes directly after you on your turn. Okay. Um, I know that you're supposed to um, roll separately for him, but I... Yeah. Yeah, he can he can go after you. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, I run a thirteen. Cool. Uh, okay, so uh, your uh, phantom strikes this guy, kind of like um, it does this like uh, immediate like brings his wings out and immediately in one flap just <laughs> straight off your shoulder, um, claws out, scratches this guy across the face and <laughs> like flies off round to bank round to attack again. Yeah. Um, and you see this guy goes ah fucking pigeon and like uh he draws a scimitar from his hip um and he is gonna run up and uh take a swing at you right max uh and he gets a uh 16 to hit yeah it hits cool uh and he does He does three points of slashing damage oh, to you. Uh, as he, you see, he draws a uh, draws this scimitar and then just just slashes you right across the chest with yeah. a big swing. Nice. Um, uh, and it's kind of like uh, should have taken the deal, boy. Um, and that is your go. Uh, I pull out my short sword because he's right in front of me. I just go go to I. I just go for a slash at him as well. Nice. Go for it. Um, ideal. Okay, that's a 17. Uh, that plus whatever. But yeah, plus five to hit, so that's good. Um, and then it's 1d6 plus five. So that is ooh, four. So that's nine. Nine points of damage. Yeah. Nice. You see that... Um, this guy like goes to this big swing, leaves himself open. You immediately, uh, you draw your weapon and you ha and like smash him straight in the shoulder, and the yeah. blade goes in nice and deep and kind of curves up a bit. And you see him like, um, she's like ah and kind of like uh, almost drops his sword as you like hit him in the sword arm. Mm. Uh, and this dude looks fucked up. Mm. Um, uh, and now his buddy's going to have a go. So as you're busy like fighting this guy, uh, his buddy comes around with this big club and goes to smash you over the back of the head. Um, and because his buddy is flanking him, he gets to roll with advantage. Mm. Uh, cool. So he hits um, uh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that. <laughs> uh, cool. So he takes this big club and just fucking whack, like cracks you over the back of the head with it. Um, and he does. Oof, uh, he does. Uh, uh, he does four, five points of damage. Okay. Okay. Max is looking fucked. <laughs> yeah. Max looks buggered. Okay. Um. So now it's. Uh, oh wait! Before he had a go, did Phantom have a go? Oh, sorry. No, Phantom could have a go. Go for it. What do you want him to do? I want him to go for the guy's eyes. Uh, which guy? 
uh, the second guy, because one of the guy looks physically fucked. So the guy who essentially just attacked me. Are we going to do this as okay. Phantom at a go after that guy stabbed me now? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do that okay, for now. Okay, we'll do so, that this no, time. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. We'll do, um, okay. Uh, so, so this dude that hit you is looking fine, and the dude that you hit is looking fucked up. Yeah, so Phantom goes for the guy who hit me, because he's just seen the guy hit me, and I'm, you know, suffering. Um, yeah. So Phantom goes for that guy, uh, and I want him to go for his eyes. I go again, and okay. To... Roll me, um, roll me animal handling. Okay, because that is a more of a complex command. Okay, I got a, I got fifteen. Okay, cool. So you see that um, you like whistle in a specific way, and um, Phantom does a high bank and comes in in a swooping dive with his talons out, uh, and he goes to scratch this guy across the face. Roll me an attack. Seven. Uh, unfortunately, he misses. You see that, like, uh, Phantom goes for his eyes to, like, yeah. scratch his eyes out. Uh, and you see this guy at the last minute, like, ducks and, like, puts his club up and his talons just whoosh, wrench big, like, scratches out of the wood and he yeah. goes off on another bank. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, so, uh, top of the round, uh, this bandit that you is really fucked up is going to have another swing at you. You see he's like he's like breathing heavy now, kind of like uh, you've like ripped your sword out. He's like heavily breath ble yeah. uh, bleeding. Um, he's like <sighs> this is what we do to people. <sighs> oh, and he just takes like a wild swing at you. Nice. Um, uh, and he only gets a seven. Right. So he's going to miss. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's on to you now, dude. Okay, I'm gonna take a swing at the uh, the other guy again that um, held up his club to stop Phantom getting near him. I'm just gonna okay. slash at him um, once again. Try and get him. That is a twelve plus five. That's a seventeen. That hits. Nice. And then it's one d six plus five. Seven. Seven points of damage. Nice. You see that you 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 spin round and you slash this guy across the chest. Nice. Uh, and he reels back. He takes like a step back and he's like, ah, oh, ah. You see these guys are only wearing like leather armor. Yeah. Um, so you're cutting. And them as a bonus action, I'm going to take a second wind. So once nice. for short rest, you you can use a bonus action to regain one d10 plus one HP. So I'm going to do that. Cool. Uh, and I'm going to take... You kind of like, yeah, you see that like as you're like wounding these guys and you see that you're like cutting them down. You're like, so okay, right, I've got this. Gonna, <laughs> but you kind of like psych yourself up yeah. and you feel like like a so like gonna, your fighting spirit kind of push you through. Yeah, I'm going to take a seven extra hit points. So I'm back to nine out of ten. So I'm feeling nice, a bit more nice. rejuvenated. Nice. You see that? Yeah, you've got like you've got like a cut above your eye where this dude clubbed you. That's like bleeding. You've got like this cut across your chest that's like cut open your shirt and like it's starting the welt. And you're like you're stood and you kind of like your hands are shaking a bit, like because you're in combat for the first time properly. But you're like you've got this determined look on your face. You got your your um you got your hawk spinning around you doing damage. Yeah. You you're like you're looking quite quite the part at the moment. Yeah. Um, cool. So you slash this dude. He's now going to try and uh, attack you back. Yeah. Uh, so you see that he's like, he like takes a step back. He's kind of like ah, grabbing his chest, and then he like gets his club, and he's like, ah, and he like goes to club you again. Nice. Uh, and this time not with advantage. Oh, cool. So you see this guy goes to fucking like club you, um, and you like sidestep, put your sword up 
to yeah. block it. Yeah. And where Phantom has scratched the club, uh, your sword connects with it, and you see the club <laughs> snaps, and it goes flying from his hand yeah. as he takes his big swing. And he just stood there dumbly, like looking at, it, at what was his weapon that you've now disarmed him with. He he rolled a natural one. Nice. Um, do I cool. get an opportunity attack on uh, that? You do not. Can I head have the managed fucker? to disarm this Can guy. Can I headbutt him? Go uh, on, because I'd you, be like, you head, you, head, you headbutt him for no damage, and he gets knocked back, <laughs> and he has no weapon. Um, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Cool. Uh, well, this other guy's going to have an attack at you. Um, he, You see he kind of like breathes, like he's super, super fucked up. Yeah. Um, or is he? Actually, no, he's going to leave his buddy. He goes, oh, well, fuck this, this isn't worth it. And he throws his sword down and he's going to take a full disengage action and run away from you. So you see he starts like booking it down yeah. the street. Like, um, cool. Uh, so that is your turn. Okay, cool. Um, so there's one. So there's one more guy uh left i'm just gonna i go to like like a, like a jab into the shoulder like mm. before into his um i want it to go into like his swinging shoulder because of course now he has like half a club i want it to go into <laughs> yeah. his his good shoulder like the other guy um just to try and bring that down of the chance of him actually being able to pull it off down so i'm gonna roll oh natural 20 baby Fuck yeah! Nice. Do it. Uh, are we doing the uh, the damage thing that we used to do? Uh, no, we're gonna do. Um, uh, so um, on a natural twenty, you roll double the amount of dice that you would normally. Yeah. So you add you add your uh, you add your modifier as normal, but you roll. So instead of one d six, it'd be two d six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, okay, one, three plus five. That's eight. Nice eight points of damage. Cool. You, uh, you, <laughs> you go to um, attack this guy and get him in the shoulder, and you see he goes to dodge, but completely fucks the dodge up um, and moves his head into the path of your sword, and you just straight through the eye socket <laughs> into the back of his brain pan. This dude oh, falls God. to the ground dead as you skewer him through the face. Yeah. I uh, and he's very dead. Withdraw my sword. And I'm like, oh my fucking god! Oh, <laughs> looking at my sword, not knowing really know what happened. I put it away without cleaning it. Put it away as quick as I withdrew it, and I'm like, oh my god! I think I just, I just hawk, I just chunder yes. everywhere. Just blow chunks everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's nice. disgusting. Oh, oh like full-on retching now looking down um and almost like not necessarily like instinctively but i feel like i want to make sure he's like really dead so i start patting him down um i kind of like i want to loot him but i want to loot him without looting him if that makes sense without like, calling it looting <laughs> without calling it looting i want to like pat cool. him down and make sure he's actually alive uh, but okay so you find, find uh, on him He's this like big human guy, like uh, like you're what you're like five foot eleven, mm. six, like average six, six foot something, six foot two or something like that. You're like you're like you're like you're a pretty big dude, but like of average build and size. This guy's pretty beefy, but not much bigger than you. He he has uh, leather armor on him. Yeah, uh, it's got a big slash crusher, but you think it's still pretty good. It'll still work as leather armor, but you might have to get it like fitted to to make it fit you enough so that you're not going to like 
it's not going to hinder you if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he's wearing it, so you're going to have to doff him of said armor and put it on you. So it's going to take some time if you want to take that. Right. Um, you see, he has a um, there is a scimitar on the ground. It's this like beat up, kind of rusty looking um, yeah. blade. It's not quite like the fantasy style scimitar, which is really fat at the end with a big curved edge. Yeah. It looks more like a cutlass, but it's a little bit more exotic and, and slightly more curved in its build. Right. Um, you see that he has on him he has a light crossbow um which is this like uh, it's, it's still like a double-handed like a normal crossbow but it's it's much smaller you could quite easily wield it with one hand if you want and he has 10 bolts for it if you want to take that i'll take that. um <laughs> cool uh so you got a light crossbow I, I, and I, 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 10 I, bolts I, i'll take his uh i'll take that armor as well because cool. currently want, I'm only wearing take, like normal, normal if stuff. If you want to so. take his armor, you're going to have to spend about 10 minutes putting it on and taking it off him. And, but and I, so all I want to do is take it off him and then okay. put it into like my bag that okay. I have just to, okay. yeah. 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 I feel like I just, uh, I just take off like the top leather torso bit of armor. Okay, cool. Yeah, you see, it's it's mostly like a a leather breast plate with like shoulder pauldrons and some van braces and some leg yeah. like leg guards. It's not like this full suit of like ranger leather armor. It's just like right. this very basic stuff. Um, but it takes you about five minutes to 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 doff that from him and stuff it in your pack. Uh, yeah, you find that he has a, a light crossbow with ten bolts. He also has on him um, twenty silver pieces. Yeah, definitely um, take those. And just a bunch of other, like he has some like mead and some like, you know, meats and like minor little stuff. Yeah. But the big things are the scimitar on the ground, the light crossbow, the leather armor and the gold. Oh, sorry, the silver. Um, so it's 20 silver pieces. 20 silver pieces, yes. Added. Nice. I do. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's me. I'm good. I'm cool. just like, I, I run away and get phantom back on my shoulder and i sort of book it to go down to the port cool uh yeah so you leave this guy brutally murdered on the ground um and you head into the port um everything everything else goes relatively easy um you know you get to the port it's very busy but there's like ships going in and out there's people around um you see that on the main drag there's like um I mean, like like you would imagine a port side to be, there is the main road from the city. There is then the dock that is, you know, behind like the sea wall, if that makes sense. Um, that's like a little bit of a raised bit that you can take a steps down into. Yeah. And then you're onto the dock. Um, but behind this road, there are a row of houses. And you see on the left, there is a um, there is a tavern that is called the, Mil- uh, the Moldy Magpie. Um, that is this like old sea shanty looking yeah. kind of grossish like building with loads of like uh dock workers and and uh and seamen and that are walking in and out um uh seamen oh and uh (laughs) um that sort of thing you know and on the dock you see like three prominent boats you see a giant uh you see like three big sailing ships one of them is is this like gross like old like moldy looking battleship looking thing yeah. that's like looked like it would have been a grand sort of like frigate in its day but has been just not taken care of that well not clean very well it's got these big dirty brown sails on them yeah. um it's flying no colors it's just like like a ship yeah. uh the other two look like merchant ships of um 
some navy. You see that like there are guards posted outside that are not wearing the purple of the town. You see that there are per- like guards posted around, but they are wearing these. These guards are wearing like um, they look like red coats. You know, like British red coats from like um, yeah. Like- um, that era, but they have these brilliant blue coats on with like gold trim on them, and they have rifles slung, um, and they look very bored guarding the ship. And you see, the ship has these merchant ships have these like blue crested um, like flags on them, with, yeah. like gold filigree on them. So they definitely look like another, not like not from the city, um, right? But it's not out of place because because it's you know, on a boat. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's because a, yeah, this yeah. is a, this is a merchant city. There would be lots of lots of different kinds of ships and trades and that sort of thing. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I guess I sort of I head towards the Moldy Magpie. You say cool. Yeah, just you to head in. into somewhere that seems a bit more familiar. A tavern seems like a familiar place. I've just been cool. through something fairly traumatic. I've just chucked up. I need something like. I need an ale or a drink to just wash away whatever that crap is in my mouth. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. So you walk in. Uh, you walk up to this bar. You walk into the tavern. Um, it is, like I say, it's, 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 it's old naval paraphernalia everywhere. Um, it's definitely, obviously, the dock workers' pub. Uh, and as you walk in and you kind of, like, shake yourself off, you kind of, like, have, like, a traveler's cloak. You kind of pull it down and hang it up. Um you see this huge half-orc lady uh, behind the t- behind the bar, um, and there's like loads of like dock workers and that sort of thing around. And you see that she goes, "Welcome to the Moldy Magpie, honey. Come on in, find a table. My name's Maggie." And uh, and you uh, and you kind of like are chilling out. Um, roll me a spot check as you're kind of giving this place a th- like a look over. So just an insight. Uh, perception. Uh, uh, perception. That is a nine. 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 Uh, you you give this tavern a look over and uh, are kind of lost in the whole thing. You see, Maggie is this like this like seven foot tall orc woman with like a big scar across her eye and like like a face and like one like an eye patch on. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of like, oh my god, she's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and you see, she's got like a giant axe on the wall that's like caught that has a plaque that says the negotiator underneath it um <laughs> i'm i'm very uh, much like i feel like max is is very much in the, in the knowledge now of like there's weird shit out there it's not that it doesn't phase him it's just that i've just been through some traumatic stuff of you know killing a guy and i'm very very much out of it and i'm not really bothered by the fact that i've seen an orcish type lady in you know she's weird looking like yeah i'm very much just like i couldn't really care right now just give me a drink i need to focus on something else like cool uh well you you walk up to her she gives you a drink um you like pay for it it's like it's it's not a very nice drink it costs you like one silver piece um like a couple copper sort of thing um and as you kind of look around this tavern, you see it's quite busy. There isn't that many empty tables, but you see that in the corner of like one of these booths, there is a big booth with only one guy sat in it. Right. Um, and that looks like your best bet to go find a seat if you want to go that way. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just go and sit down. I'm like, excuse me, sorry, sir. Do you mind if I sit? Uh, um, cool. You see a humanoid sat there. He has like this... Um, he has these... The first thing you notice is he has these brilliant, intense golden eyes. And he has this like darker tanned skin. He looks very out of place. Yeah. Um, and he has this case next to him that looks like a musical case, but you're not quite sure what it is. It's a weird shape. Um, and you see he, he 
he's like, he's like, <laughs> you see, he's like, uh, salam, uh, salam Maliku, Maliku Salam. Okay. Uh, I am the captain. It's wonderful to meet you, um, as I'm sure you are. Uh, what's your name? My name is Max Fast Parrot. Um, well, Max, come come sit down. Let me let me tell you of my tales. Uh, and you sit down next to uh, the captain, Mr. Kyle that, Barreto. That, <laughs> that, 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 that is where we will leave our <laughs> Yes, I love it. Well done, man. Well done. I Thanks, love dude. it. Um, Thank you so much for listening to today's little episode. Whoever is listening, wherever we're going to put this out on, we, we don't really know yet, but it's all a bit of a higgledy-piggledy world of new for us. Um, thanks very much from me. Thank you from James. Oh, thank you. Uh, that was awesome. I really, really loved it. Um, Kyle, obviously this is more for you than it is for us. Um, welcome. We are we're ready to go. Awesome. See you later. Bye. See ya.